Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. Plus, you can support college access and student access when you donate online to Roundup in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Episode of BFF. Yes. No, best friends. Oh boy, <laughs> it's best friends. I don't know why I keep trying to call it something else. What else? This tippity top part of the, this. Okay, so we're gonna interview. Us. <laughs> we're gonna mm-hmm. let's start over. <laughs> Put that in the toilet. All right. Welcome to another episode of Best Friends. Wait, do we think this is the beginning of the episode? I or don't this know. Is the beginning of this part of the episode. I don't know. All right. Look. For this part of the episode, <laughs> we are going to be interviewing mm-hmm. best friends. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Our guest, Our guest looks today. horrified. <laughs> he has a weekly show at UCB uh, on Fridays at 11 p.m. called JV. It's uh, great. They have a, someone do monologues. They talk about growing up and they do improv on it. He was also a writer on the latest season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He was on a Herald team with me at the UCB Theater. I love him dearly. He's got a full head of hair that a lot of men, I think, would pass by him and go, wow, that's not fair. Genetics are not kind. <laughs> It's Paul Welsh. Paul Welsh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> Has anyone ever done an intro like that for you? Uh, no, no, that was that was great. Although people have, uh, in a professional setting, asked me if my hair is real. <laughs> in a professional setting, that's oh yeah, <laughs> very funny. Because you what you've like a male boss who's like very envious of it. Correct. Whoa. <laughs> Well, welcome to the life of a black woman. Uh, <laughs> yeah, has anyone ever tried to touch your hair? Yeah, Whoa. all the time. Wow. Yeah. Like tug on so, it? Uh-huh. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. And then what is your reaction? Uh, please don't do that. <laughs> it's part of a whole part of my body <laughs> that belongs only to me, and it's not for you. Exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. But the reaction right afterwards, if someone does it, is like, oh, it's so soft. Or something like that. Honestly, and it's like, it's fucking it's hair. hair like, come on. This is what black women go through. Yeah. Yeah. They'll touch my hair and be like, wow, it's so soft. It's like cotton. Can you imagine it grew out of a different human head? <laughs> just like yours, but just a different color. Maybe people think that we're like dolls. And they think it's be like plastic. Or like, oh. or, or like nylon. But maybe, but like you have white person hair. Yeah. So of course, and then soft. if it, it's a white person touching your hair, yeah. Well, I think people are less in this current environment. I think mm-hmm. people are less skittish about um, invading the space of a man. <laughs> that makes sense. Wow, yeah, that's interesting. Interesting because people are very on guard for the Me Too of it all, uh-huh. but I don't think 
But they're like, men, men whatever. Men, Who cares? It's like, you guys are responsible for all. Yes. I can touch <laughs> come you. Here, come here. Get over here. <laughs> it's our turn to start yeah, touching. Let me see. I did a meet and greet where a man would not put his arm around me because he's like, you're not going to get me me too. And I was like, what planet totally. do you live on? Yeah, I've had I the understand. same thing. It's so crazy. I don't understand announcing that. Like the, the, the part of it that is strange to me is someone who's like, I'm not going to do that. And it's like, well, but you had the thoughts. So <laughs> yeah. You're bad. You're bad, yeah. You're bad. Yeah, if, you, bad. if you thought a natural touch was going to be yeah. creepy, yes. then maybe you yeah. shouldn't be touching people. Mm-hmm. It's always interesting when I have a meeting with a man and it's gone well and nothing inappropriate's happened. And then I get ushered out of the office with the small of my back being let out. Oh, and weird. And I'm like, well, why did that happen? Yeah. Way to ruin it. Well, we uh, Madeline and I have... Obviously, meetings because we're writing partners together, mm-hmm. and it's wild to watch the way that people treat us mm-hmm. differently based on who we're meeting with. Age is a huge factor. Oh. Anyone over a certain age really only talks to me. <gasps> wow. Men, man or woman. Damn. Wow. It's crazy. We've had people ask us, um, we had one person ask us, who gets like, who gets her more or who gets to spend more time with her, me or her husband? Whoa! And it was such a crazy question. What a weird question. question. Yeah. That's. But it was like, it was important? told as like a joke. It was like, isn't this silly? That's a disgusting Yikes. question. It's wild. Well, it was, you know, all in good fun, but also. You all know, in good all fun, good fun but also how but crazy. Also professional. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it is, it is, we've kind of discerned like over a certain age, mm-hmm. man or woman. It's going to be bad. Dang. That's yeah. so... Or it's going to be a specific kind of treatment. Are there situations where people talk to her more? I can think of one in particular. Hmm. Because they were, like, interested in her or because uh, they jived more with her? It, I mean, we, they all, it, we always have... <laughs> maybe. We always have a little bit of, like, this one's for me, this one's for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But one particular... I can think of one that yeah. the person was very into her. Oh, oh boy. boy. It was a lady. Well, Oh, okay. That brings me to my first question. Where? Oh, should we describe Madeline so people know? Oh, Madeline Walter is uh, very funny, very beautiful. Um, At her wedding, I said... (laughs) I said this at the rehearsal dinner. I said, Madeline, when I met you, you were so pretty. And I said, you can't possibly be nice or funny. Then you turned out to be nice and funny. What the fuck? Yeah. And her family loved it. Oh. <laughs> they like, were we've like, we've been saying that for years. <laughs> <laughs> but Madeline also does improv. We're on an improv team together at UCB. And then she is your writing partner on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes. Uh, and in life. And in life. Yeah. You guys are two of the sweetest people. Oh, that's very nice. And... You fit together. I feel like I know how you met, but how did you meet? We met on that Herald team. On Cooper. Yeah, we didn't know each other before. So in 2000, we told this story a thousand times, mm-hmm. like a real general. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, we met in 2012 or 13, I guess, when we were on that team. 13? Because I moved here in 2012. Yeah, so did so I. 2013. Yeah. So, no, I think it was like the fall of 2012. Oh, great. I think. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I, I think within a year. Yeah, that wasn't. Yeah, so it was 2012. We met. We got put on the same team, um, and we got along great. And then um, right away, what did? How long did it take for you to be like, oh, we like just each other outside of this group? Well, we did the same job. Like we had the same day job, which is we tutored SATs and did like um, essay consulting for mm-hmm. college admissions. Like the same company. 
Uh, no. Okay. So, but we were able to connect on that. Mm-hmm. And we're both a little bit like A students. Like we're both a little, we like to work hard. And so mm-hmm. that was a thing that we connected on. So the more we would like meet up and talk about what we were working on. And the, the closer, the more we did that, the more we were like, well, let's just write about the stuff that we do and do it together. Yeah. And then we did. And it was very easy and fun. And so we've been doing it ever since. Essay consulting. That's when a child writes a bad essay and you rewrite it? Not necessarily bad, but they the, <laughs> like the, there are these two ladies who would send us essays from kids that they worked with. So mm-hmm. they would craft the application package and then you would get the essay and, and give it like three drafts and say like, okay, on the first draft, like thematically, like you don't want to do this. This essay is a, a pretty generic one about your mm-hmm. parents' divorce. There's thousands <laughs> of these. And it's like divorce. <laughs> Community service, and there was another one that, like, every kid is like this because it is the uh-huh. most, like, special and unique experience you've had in your life. And, of course, mm-hmm. it is, but also everyone's had it. Yeah. And so when you're going through them, you want to try to tease out a little bit, like, what's what's interesting about you? Like, either your reaction to this or how, how you behaved in this environment or what mm-hmm. you did to change or how it transformed you. Like, being a little bit critical about it. So mm-hmm. it's kind of teasing out of a kid, like, what they think about that. The nice thing about it is... We never had to talk to the kids. Ah, oh, that's nice. So you just that's go nice. through, do a basically objective pass like an admissions officer mm-hmm. would, and then just send it back. Cool. Oh. Yeah. So we were both doing that. I never had to write a college essay because mm. I didn't go to real college. <laughs> that's right, that's right. I don't know AMDA? what I – Yes, they I went to AMDA. <laughs> they don't claim me as an alumni, but they I don't? went to AMDA. They sure don't. You graduated though, right? I did. But I talk shit about them. It was a bad school. It's bad. It's very bad. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Two years of trash. Trash school. Um, Did you write a college admission essay? I must have, but I can't remember what it was. Hmm. On TVA. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I'm sure they asked for essays. I'm sure they had them. Yeah. Honestly, cannot remember. What else goes into a college admission packet? I think at this point, is it I don't like have... a late night packet? <laughs> yeah. Oh man! What topical things can I you write about the school? Seventeen of them uh. at midnight. Um, no, they. I think it's like your grades, your what you. I think if I'm guessing, because I didn't do it for very long, mm-hmm. what those consultants do is basically craft a whole package to say like, okay, we're emphasizing that they're like X, Y, and Z in this package. So we mm-hmm. want to make sure that we like push this activity to the front and any short essays are about this or that, Wow, I would imagine. Is this a pricey process? I don't know. Like families paying for it? I would, I would imagine. Because I just yes. applied yeah, by me myself. Too, I me didn't too. have a service to like be like, here's how you look good. Well, it's oh. crazy. I, neither of us did either. We mm-hmm. were just like, you just kind of like fell into Wrote it? our essays and did our, like, we just both got into college like normal people. I didn't yeah. study for the SATs. I didn't you didn't do study for the SATs? No. What score did you get? Good. Yeah. <laughs> did you get like a 1600? No, I didn't get perfect, but it was good. But, you know, at that time, no one really, I don't Cared? think. Cared? No. What did you get on the SATs? I can't remember. I got like a 300. I genuinely don't remember. No, you didn't. I, I'm sure that's I not true. I truly Nicole. answered yeah. nothing. You have to. You get, I think, 300 points for putting, <laughs> putting your name. name on it. Don't know if I wrote my name. <laughs> <laughs> don't know. But no, we didn't. I, neither of us did any of that. It was mm-hmm. just a good day job mm-hmm. while you were auditioning and, and mm-hmm. like yeah. doing other shit. So that's how we kind of bonded. Have you guys ever traveled together? Um, yes. Where have you gone? 
Uh, we've gone to New York a couple of times. We had stuff in a festival, mm-hmm. so we went to New York. And then last time stuff we went, like what? A thing that we made, like some shorts <laughs> that we made. Oh, nice. And then the last time we went, we went to New York. <laughs> we came back here for a job interview for less than twenty four hours, mm-hmm. and then we went back to the East Coast. Oh yeah, I remember that. Pittsburgh, so to, wild for, for Mary's wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh boy. Oof. Yeah, it's exhausting. We didn't get the job. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I fucking. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was good and and it was fun. Mm-hmm. And we went to the Minneapolis airport, which she claims is the nicest airport in the world. <laughs> She's out of her mind. That is an analysis. It's crazy. She's like, I wish we had more time here. I was like, in Minneapolis, in the Minneapolis airport. She's like, it's so fun. That's, what is there to do in the know. airport? It's like a special That's kind of garbage. So funny. No, I've to. been to Minneapolis Airport. It's, it's not funny. that nice. There's a lot of carpet. It's just like, Ew. yeah, it's that's, not that's great. what I remember about it is Ew. there's carpet. And, you know, it's it was like snowy and she was like, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite airport. I like Atlanta. Atlanta's a nice airport. Uh, Detroit, very nice airport. Detroit has a nice airport, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a nice Delta hub. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Delta's not a sponsor. Um <laughs> I remember we'll mention them every episode. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that weekend at Mary's wedding. You, me, and Marcy shared a hotel room, and she got so mad at us because we were like, "We're gonna have fun." Yeah, and we we stayed up all night (laughs) doing characters, and she didn't think it was funny. Also, she was sharing a bed with me, and I was just like screaming in her ear. It was (laughs) so fucking funny. (laughs) And then the whole next day, she was like, "Um, "You guys suck." And she was just complaining the whole day, Uh, and I was like. You, you, you had the opportunity this. to play and have this. fun, and you just didn't do it because it was great. What is your favorite thing about Madeline? Um, she is pretty consistent about – we see each other every day. Mm-hmm. So because we work together, even if we're not on a job, usually we see each other mostly mm-hmm. every day. So she's pretty consistent, but she all <laughs> – she also will surprise you with an opinion that is insane. <laughs> like, she's so reasonable and she's so level-headed, which is the thing that I love about her. But, like, I told her this story about a theory that a person had about a naturopath who they thought was murdered by pharmaceutical companies. And mm-hmm. she was like, I believe it. <laughs> I that's so crazy. She she will she will believe things that I find to be like absurd. Um, she also doesn't know anything about pop culture. So if you ask her a thing, she'll be like, "Yeah, I've never seen it." Um, and talk about like name a basic thing you think everyone has seen. Dinosaurs. Wait, do you mean the movie or the no, TV show? No, the TV or? show. Not the baby. Oh, I, I think see. she has seen You think that, everyone's I've seen that? <laughs> I've written <laughs> Wait a minute. He asked you think about it. A basic thing. A basic thing. And you thought of the <laughs> 80s TV show Dinosaurs? <laughs> yes. I think she ha- that she has seen. But like I, the other day I referenced Pretty Woman and she was like, Really? Wow. And I was like, oh, you know that scene? I was like, big mistake. Mm-hmm. I was like making a joke about big mistake. And, sh- and she was like, yeah. Even if you haven't seen that movie, Come on, that you don't know that popular. popular. She has these huge pop culture blind spots, <laughs> but it's really great because she's she's like, she's like, oh, that seems good. <laughs> like she's not opposed to anything. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. like, I haven't gotten around to it. That's so Whoa. funny, it's crazy. I think that's why she's so 
the things she says are so funny. Yeah, she's because so funny. She never like in improv scenes never really references things. No, and she has no frame of reference. <laughs> that she's never seen anything so much. But she can play. She like will go along to get along. She really can play. But like, she just started watching Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. which I think is great. But like, do you watch Game of Thrones? I do, but I didn't start until recently. Also, oh. and I was like, I don't know. It's not my do you? thing. I do not. Do you? Jordan do you? does. Josh does. Oh, it's not like loves Game of my f- my genre because mm-hmm. I you know I'm a well I grew up well adjusted and a lot of friends so I never <laughs> I never Damn, read Paul. I never get read him. like get up but no you know get there's a specific him. kind of person who grew up reading like The Hobbit and being like I'm one of these people <laughs> and I'm not one of those people like I I'm I see a cool person I see a Tolkien book and I'm like that is a thing for a person who grew up in a sleeping bag. <laughs> That is crazy. And I know it's like nice and whatever, and it brings a lot of joy to people, but it is just like my bro. I have three brothers. I don't remember us, anyone sitting inside with a big J, like fucking Tolkien book. I can't even say it. And, and, being, and reading about these, these little witches. Josh is melting in the corner. I know. I, it's a, no, it's, I mean, it is a crazy unpopular opinion, and I have so many friends who haven't. I'm just like, it is a blind no, spot for me. I so it's another you. thing for us where, like, there are things that everyone likes. Like, at work, it was exposed to us. Like, that. Like everyone knew, and we were like, huh, how about that? What is your friend's favorite thing about you? Yeah, what's Madeline's favorite thing about you? Um, that you think. Yeah, you think. I think she would say, I'm fun. Mm. Like, I think she would say, like, I'm silly. Or, because she can be a little serious. And, and she spent most of her life being, like, a little more buttoned up. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. both of us kind of have, like, an aging in reverse thing where, like, we were, lo- like, adults when we were kids and mm-hmm. now feel much more free. And so I think I help her to not take things so seriously. And also she would say, I think she responds to things very like, eh, I can't articulate, but I'm like shaking. Like, uh, if something happens, she like, she's like, Ooh, sh- we sh- should we do it? And I'm mm-hmm. like, no, it's not a rush. Nothing is a rush. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No one cares. You're very even killed. Yeah. And I think left to her own devices, she spins out a little bit more mm-hmm. than I do. Um, so we balance each other out in that way. But I think, she would say that's good because I think that's a part of her that she has the biggest problem with. Mm-hmm. Mm. A little yang and a little yang. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when yin yangs were cool? I do, yeah. They They're were like, everywhere. Like necklaces. Those necklaces. Yeah, those yeah. necklaces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of want uh, one. Shirts. They're probably coming back. I'm sure you can get it from Urban Outfitters. Yes, probably. Very $78. Yeah, I don't want that. You know, I'll go on Etsy and see if I can find something good. You okay. definitely can. Yeah. What is something you do that drives Madeline? Crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> that laugh. <laughs> I <laughs> I am constantly asking for more. More? More what? Like I'm like, we need more. Like we need better. Mm. We should do more. We should oh, get wow. more. We should ask for more. Um I mean that's a good instinct. And mm-hmm. she because we deserve it. And she is not. Like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we had a thing recently where we were asking for something, and I was like, oh, if they're so willing to give us that, let's just push it a little bit. <laughs> and she was like, 
My hair will go white. Please don't do this. Please, please don't do this. So I think I think that's the thing that drives her a little crazy, but it's also good mm-hmm. um, for her. Mm-hmm. Not that not in a weird like it's good for her kind of, but like it's someone I think it's, has to it's do like that. Good, yeah. and it's a thing that I don't think either of us naturally do, but I'm pushing myself to be more that way, mm-hmm. and, and it it pushes her way outside of what she's comfortable with. Yeah. But I think it's a good thing to put into practice because then if you guys separate as writing partners, she'll just be like, oh, I know to just ask for more. Yeah. Because it's happened. I've gotten more by just asking. Mm, Totally. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. I'm always like, you're going to pay me this much? I want more. Yeah. And then most of the time they go, all right. Yeah. And if they say no. Then you're like, great, I'll just I'll do the money that you asked for. Great. Or not even just money. It's everything. It's like, can we have more time? Can we, can we, you know, can we have can we follow up with this person? Like there are like mm-hmm. reps and stuff and you're just like, yeah, we can do it. We can get more. Yeah. What is something that Madeline does that drives you crazy? We now do it <laughs> when we write, we now do it as like almost a greeting, but when we write, and so it's neutralized it a little bit, but when <laughs> we write separate, and then we put our stuff together usually. Mm-hmm. Like we'll break something in detail and then we'll we'll split apart and each of us do an act and then we'll put it together and then split the end of it. And so uh, when we put something together, like a while ago, if she read something she didn't like or I would like type in, we type in a live document. So I mm-hmm. type in something and she'd go. <laughs> and, oh, it dro- oh, and it, oh. it drove me so fucking crazy. <laughs> And we had a conversation about it. And we do always have a conversation. Like, if there's something that's really bothering me, I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, you know what? Please don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it really bumps me out. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't remember the specific contours of that conversation. Mm-hmm. But now, like, when I walked into the studio today, she was here. And I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> and she does it back. Oh, so fun. it's a thing that, that like, was nice annoying. Way. But now we've kind of gotten over it. Yeah. That's a nice way to make that not mm-hmm. so dramatic. Yeah. But it was a thing that I was like. I'm fucking like, yeah, that I'm audible wa- judgment. I'm waiting for it. Uh, and now she doesn't do it. Okay. I mean, we'd still do it. I feel like I do a thing when we write where I go, but does this, why, does this make sense? And it makes sense. And you're like, this is why it's there. And I go, oh, okay. And then you go, this, what you wrote doesn't make sense. And then I'll try to explain it. And you're like, see how you had a talk for two minutes? <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I tried, I don't, I hope I don't, uh, Point out like this doesn't make sense, but no, no, no. I will ask like you'll be like, "What is this? What is this?" And then and you'll talk like, for a long oh, time. Yeah. And I'm like, I think if you talk that much, we probably shouldn't put it in there. Yeah. <laughs> if it needed that much explanation, it's probably not that easy of a joke for the audience to digest. But you know, my brain's broken. Everyone's brain is broken. It's She'll sick. another thing she does that drives her crazy, but I don't think she she takes a. <laughs> it's actually kind of charming. She takes a a very long time. To do everything. Mm-hmm. She's always late. Mm-hmm. That is actually the thing that drives me the craziest. Uh-huh. And she knows that. And she's trying. She really is. Um, and, and I think she does a good job. But she takes such a fucking long time. <laughs> I'll send her like a draft. We usually, we email together usually. Mm-hmm. And so I'll send an email. And she'll be like, okay, I need to look at it. <laughs> and she'll look. And it will be like in my house or whatever. And she'll, I'll, I'll be like, okay, she's still working on it. <laughs> Shortest email. Crazy. So I'll be like, okay. Um, she'll send it back. <laughs> it will, to my eyes, be 
identical. <laughs> and like 25 minutes will pass. And I'm just like, ah, all right, if that's what you need, great. Great, great, great. But all of these things are things that we have reached a good compromise on. She also uses mm-hmm. a lot of exclamation points. And for her, they're genuine. Yes. But when someone writes me an email with a lot of exclamation points, I'm like, this is from a mentally ill person. <laughs> This is not that there's anything wrong with mental illness and please like solve whatever is going on with you. But like she, I will get all of these, like she, she'll be like, can we do one exclamation point? Like, no, it's crazy. And also no one cares. <laughs> please meet me in just, the middle. Yeah. One exclamation point. It's true. Before we sent, she's like, can we just, can we add I'm like, yeah, okay, right at the end. See you soon. Right at the end. <laughs> Oh, man, that's very that's funny. That's so funny. <laughs> Which one of you would do better on Survivor? Oh, uh, my first instinct was to say her. Mm. Because I think she's more patient than I am. <laughs> and she's not, like, I'm a little more, it takes me a little longer to settle down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she could probably, like, she's very sweet. And I think, like, she could probably trick people. Ooh. I think we both probably. Uh-huh. I mean, my honest answer is we do good as a team. But <laughs> I, I think she has more patience for people than I do. Mm-hmm. My, and then my other thing that I thought was me because I'm stronger. But I think sometimes it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. sometimes it's like who can like build better, like yeah. who has the smarts oh. for like yeah. for the activities and stuff like that. I've never seen an episode of Survivor. Me neither. And you know, people like Mary Holland loves that show. Really? She's like, there's like 17 or 18 or 28. Se- there's a there's some so like crazy episodes. number of seasons. Yeah. Uh-huh. And if you talk to her about it, she's like, mm-hmm. oh my God. <laughs> She'll be like, there's this one scene where Jeff probes. It's crazy. If you watch it, he earns every penny he makes. Because <laughs> he's like, he's like, she, she told me about this one scene. This, <laughs> She's like, this guy's freaking out. <laughs> and Jeff probes <laughs> is just like massaging his shoulder. And making him feel like it's okay. And I'm like, okay. Sure. And, and and he gets everything out of this guy that he needed to get out uh-huh. of him, I guess, for like the shot or the whatever oh. part of the story that she needed. And she's just like, he's such a good host. He wins wow. everything. He's been the one host, yeah, right? Totally. Yes. I mean, and I'm like, he makes so much money. Like, he yeah, he must be there for a reason. <laughs> I wonder how much money he makes. It, oh, it must my be God. so much. That has got to be. Millions Tens of millions, yeah. I mean, sure, over the life of the show, let's see. Plus, he has to go to fucking you know, yeah, some these remote places. Place. Oh, wow! So, oh, Jeff two hundred thousand dollars per episode, and he could fall on this table right now, and you'd be like, Who is that? Yes, <laughs> Isn't that's a that terrific wild? life. Yeah. He's doing yes. like this good job, and he's, Man, I think, get... by people who watch the show, mm-hmm. I think, beloved. Yeah, I don't know, I could be wrong. Oh, yeah, people love but him. But then he gets to live in the world and just, and go, just do whatever he wants. That's but awesome. then he like can't go to the Midwest. That's true. That's where the people are. Yeah, what a bummer. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He can't go to Idaho. <laughs> he can't enjoy that Minneapolis he airport. Sun, he can go to Sun Valley. He earns $4 million for every An season. An episode? No, no, per season. Oh. Per season. Oh, like, and I think damn. it comes out, it's $200,000 per episode. That's wild. 200000 an episode, that's like the little, little people on Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones people make so much money. Yeah. It's wild. And then I couldn't pick them out of a lineup. There's a lot of them. Some of the older people that died, you're like, 
I was watching an episode a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, and I was like, oh, this is like a main character. This dude could be anyone. <laughs> this dude, Stannis, you're like, he's just some ugly white dude. You're it's like, so- all right, well, that sucks. So crazy. It could be any dude in the whole very yeah. world, any one of my dad's friends. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the whole fucking king of the thing. The <laughs> whole crazy. fucking king of the thing. It is insane. You would like it. You should watch it, and it's crazy. In the first, it's beca- only because it's funny. Mm-hmm. In the first season, the king gets killed by a pig. Like the whole fucking thing pops off because the king goes hunting. He's hammered, and a pig kills him, <laughs> and the whole thing falls apart. Wait, from there. Really? For real? Yeah. Whoa! It's like the first episode of Black Mirror. Do they Mirror. show that? It's crazy. No, he just comes back. Oh, uh, like I wish they showed the pig death. Yeah. I watched like, no. one episode because I did Gay of Thrones. Uh-huh. There was a big dog. Someone got raped, oh, and yeah. I was like, I don't know if this is for me. Yeah, there's a lot of big dogs. Yeah, too big. Yeah, yeah I think they're like I, not quite dogs. I watched oh. part of an episode. I remember uh, Amelia Clark having really bad sex with Aquaman. Oh yeah, yeah. She's like, look, you have to look me in the face. Yeah, and he yeah, doesn't he, speak he, English. He's so like, he, she, they just have to I want to stick it shit. in dry. And she's yeah. like, hey, how about I get on top and yeah. I'll I'll show you how to do it better. And yeah. then she becomes queen. I don't and he's know. like, really? Res- <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? It's so fucking what? funny. They pour a whole bucket of gold over her brother's head. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, I don't remember which season it ends. It's just her with her tits out in a burned up church with a dragon on her shoulder. It's crazy. Wait, and this is this is the lady. I don't know. She's a blonde, a blonde headed woman. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kal- Khaleesi. Khaleesi. Yeah. So the, it's bonkers. It sounds insane. It's funny though. It's funny. It makes me laugh. <laughs> I do like to giggle. Yeah, you'll giggle because wild things happen. <laughs> um. What do you hope you're both doing in 20 years? 20 years. Hmm. Yeah, so 2038. 2038. Is that, did I do it? Wait, it's going to be 2020. 2019. 20, 2039. Wait, 2039. <laughs> That sounds so much more like a price than any year 2039. ever. 2039. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do I hope we're doing? I hope we're still working together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we will be. Um, I hope that she really wants to. <laughs> she really wants to live like a remote life. Um, like she would love to live in North Carolina, mm. and that we could write movies. But but I wouldn't have to live there because I don't want to live in North Carolina. <laughs> um, I would live on the beach somewhere, mm-hmm. and we could write movies and and they got beaches in there. Right? Come here, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but you don't want to go to North Carolina Beach. I don't know, like, yeah. When you can go to like a, a nice California one. Beach, a yeah. nice yeah. one, a nice. I was trying to be nice to the people of uh, well, North South Carolina. Carolina. We we on, we on vacation at uh, Hilton Head, mm-hmm. North Carolina, right? Yeah, um, we used to go to South Carolina. It's nice. Uh, but yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I hope that we would be, she would like to live there and then come here to work, mm-hmm. but not have to live here all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I hope that happens. I think it will. That's a nice hope. Yeah. yeah. And then I'll live, you know, somewhere, somewhere, I don't know, here in New York. Yeah, what do you, yeah, see for yourself. Yeah, what do you want? Oh, um, I'll be great. <laughs> I mean, no matter what, I think I'll have a nice time. 
Not like, you know, like, you know, whatever happens, I'll be, I'll be happy. Cool. Um, <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I don't know. know if I believe you. I'll figure it out and I'll be happy. Uh, yeah, well, I'll, I'll go back I'll and forth nice between time. here and New York and then I'll have a, you know, a house on a beach somewhere. Okay. And, we'll, and we'll still work. I like together that. Together and it'll be great. That's a nice, that's a nice hope and dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was the name of the show that you guys did together where you were art people? Which one? You did a show at UCB, right? You and oh, yeah. You I forgot people? about that. How yeah, long ago it was, was that? called, um, not that long ago, only like two years. I still have the fucking props in my trunk. <sighs> the If you open up my trunk, there's an orange traffic cone and a giant poster board that is a necklace that says detective self-doubt and it's like <laughs> i forget like how embarrassing doing uh-huh. like sketches oh and God. then i open up my trunk and i'm like oh fucking this is horrible mm-hmm. <laughs> there's like a fucking a bag of oatmeal that we bought for something that's just open i'm like i'm gonna have to, i'm gonna have to just get rid of this car like, I have yeah, a, throw away the whole car i have an aunt who did that I'm a, a, a crazy aunt, rest in peace, who um, she filled a car up too much with garbage and she was like, just get it out of here. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, you can do whatever you want in this life. <laughs> <laughs> I had but I'm not cleaning that oatmeal out of the trunk. <laughs> it stays. It stays right in there. I had to return a car to Avis. And I didn't want to. And I really contemplated just parking it on the side of the street of New York City yeah, and being like, go fine. get it. Yeah, Do it I don't want to. Yeah. Also, didn't fill it up with gas. And the lady checking it in went, full tank? And I said, whatever. Um, and she <laughs> went, no, it's got a full tank. And I went, mm-hmm. And they oh, said, yeah. They haven't charged me. Well, because that's the thing about a place like that that drives me crazy when people are like, you're supposed to bring it back with a full tank. I'm like, you got fucking shares in this company that I don't know about. Like, you're making an hourly wage. Why are you doing me like this? Like, why would you treat me like this? When, like, you're not, like, the funniest thing I've ever seen is so, when I was in college, I was at a grocery store in in D.C., and this, this, like, woman and this man, like, cashier, were talking, and she was like, you... Uh, he, oh, he was like, you better take those pretzels back or someone's going to steal them. That's called shrinkage. And she just <laughs> turned around, rolled her eyes and went, all right, shareholder. Yeah, and I laughed for the rest of my life. I was like, that woman has figured out everything. Right, she doesn't own fucking shit. Yeah. yeah. People would steal from my job and I'd be like, I mean, live. You live. do you. You've got to live. Mm-hmm. $8.25 an hour to work at Lane Bryant in New York City. You owe it to yourself not mm-hmm. to have a conversation with you about having yeah. a full tank. Like, yeah. You just owe it to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Some animal from wherever <laughs> is going to yell at you while their like, kids are like screaming that they don't want to go on the plane. And you're going to have to scream, like, give, you would give me $6 for gas. <laughs> it's like, what are we doing? You, you can't live like that. It's bad. Oh, boy. Paul, we've reached the end. Oh, great. This is wonderful. We have to interview Madeline. Terrific. Paul, thank you. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Thank you. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care, 
It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. So listen, we all know life is full of yada yada. And, you know, people talk and you're just like, oh, my God, this is annoying. And then you just hit an unsubscribe on a bunch of things you got subscribed to on your email. And you're like, what is happening? And I know you've dealt with yada yada before. Like when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding in the deep in, in fine print or bills that seem to keep going up for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have elsewhere. And yes, it's possible to outsmart yada yada, like triple checking airline deals to make sure all you need is already included. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. Stop by one of our over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling selection of timeless designs, perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelet, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, and wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Pandora Jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love. Wow. (laughs) We're at a different part of this podcast where Mm -hmm. we interview best Best friends. friends. And we have today a lovely human being who I adore so much. She performs at UCB on Sundays at 11 p.m. with a group called Search History. And she was recently a writer on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And her hair always has a nice soft curl to it. Because I think she uses a curling iron. But sometimes, I don't know if she does. Madeline Walter! <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> <Hi>! <laughs> I do use a curling iron. Wow. Yeah. Mr. Well, yeah. <laughs> a couple of times a week. I, I'll try to set it and forget it for a few days. Mm. Um, nice. What is, set it and forget it is for a pressure cooker? Is it for a George? Is it a George Foreman grill? grill? Set it and forget it. 
Have you ever seen the infomercial? No. So the host goes, set it and forget it. And then the audience goes, set it and forget it. And it's like, oh, okay. It? Oh, it's a chicken maker. Oh, look, set it and forget it for uh, example of audience member. Wait, what is that? I don't know what that means. Oh, for example I think of that, I think that middle video is, is what, what you're I'm talking, talking about, about. Where they yell it and then they yell it back. Can we see it Can or is see that? see it, Josh? Please, please. Please, Josh, please. Help, help us. I want to see it. Josh, please. Josh moves mm-hmm. so fast. This is easy, folks. So simple. It's huh? for you guys. Isn't it simple? Ew. Is that nice? That oh, massive stack of raw chickens on his plate. This is kind of nice. That's, there it goes. Mm-hmm. I'll slide this over. Get this chicken over, this chicken over, and this chicken over. And it's four chickens. Mm-hmm. I'll just walk Who needs over to here. make four I'll chickens at a time, at a time in their home? Model. I'll slide it back. If you followed all the instructional mm-hmm. material, you just... Everybody in the audience is wearing an apron. <laughs> and they're not cooking. No, nobody's cooking. They're just oh, watching someone cook. Forget it. What a treat that was. <laughs> what a fever dream. It is. It's like the Mass Singer. Did either one of you watch the Mass Singer? No. I saw it a couple episodes in. It is crazy. It is, it is a full blown fever dream. <laughs> the editing's wild. The editing is so wild. So at the end, these celebrities yeah. are in giant costumes, and then Nick Cannon goes, All right. Take it off. And then the audience screams, take it off as they slow zoom on them. No. <laughs> screaming, take it off with like fervor in their faces. That's like it's something that would happen in the Capitol at the Hunger Games. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it does feel very end of timesy. And a yes. lot of like hard, fast cuts to the mass person yes. slowly taking off the mask and then the judges yes. in fear and then Standing the up and screaming. <laughs> Just slow zooms on everybody. It is terrifying. And then they're just like, Margaret Cho! (laughs) Yes! And then you're like, what? The worst was Gladys Knight. She is a living legend, and they put this woman in a bee costume and asked her to sing covers of other people's songs, and she didn't even win. It's Gladys Knight. she also, she's like, I feel like a lot of those people weren't singers, she is a singer. Yes. Yeah. She spent her whole life singing without a costume, yes. without a mask. Yeah. And they said, you've done so much. You better cover your face and get on television and sing for us. Oh. I think Tori Spelling was one. Oh, yeah. And you move on to the next round because you're a good singer? No, because the audience willy-nilly will be like, that one. How wild. I think the audience yeah. votes. Also, don't know if there's a prize at the end. I don't think there is. <laughs> and one of them was Cheech or Chong. Yes. One of, the, yeah. I yeah. think it may be Chong, Chong. Tommy Chong. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The whole thing was, and they're doing another season. Of course. Really? Yes. Took the country by storm. Everyone, it like millions of people watched the show. Because <laughs> everybody was like, what is this? We must <laughs> yeah. find out. Mm-hmm. It does look like a futuristic Black Mirror kind of thing yeah. where yeah. it's like, this is what we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is, but it feels like, in the Black Mirror world, that's how you win, like, a house or your your livelihood or something like that. Yeah. Uh, write it up. Yeah. Oh, but then right. you take all the costumes off and you realize it's just bones inside. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> just a bunch of skellies just, just singing skellies. away. <laughs> <Some> skellies. <laughs> Madeline, uh-huh. may I ask? Yes. How did you meet Paul, your writing partner and best friend? Oh, great question. Um, so we became friends on um, a Herald team that it was the same yes. team where I became friends with you. Cooper, Cooper, Cooper. Cooper. We had that intro music that was the theme song to Hanging with Mr. Cooper for uh-huh. briefly. For a brief time. It was like, Cooper. And then everyone was like, this is low energy. No yeah. one likes it. I loved it. I though. loved it. <laughs> um, so we, So that's when we became friends. And then before that, we had like met doing another improv activity called Mock Improv, which was an activity for uh, people who had not gotten on Herald teams or had been cut from their Herald Mm -hmm. teams. And we went uh, to this crazy place called Trey Stages, which is in, like, pretty much the mouth of hell, right? At, like, (laughs) Sunset and La Brea. Oh, yeah. No, thank you. It was a second-story black box theater where we would go in after, like, a rough AA and do what amounted to about two hours of improv. It was, like, 40 people shuffled into, like, four different random teams. Oh, my God. A rough AA. Someone battling with addiction forgets their hat and walks in, and they're like, huh. Yeah, there was, for a long time, there was, like, a random gentleman who would just, like, stand in the back with an orange soda and he was not there to improvise but theoretically it was a show so mm-hmm. we couldn't be like you, you gotta go away yeah i'd like to think that after his meeting he was like the people talking about their rock bottoms haven't seen this yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nothing is more rock bottom than climbing those steps yeah. above Mashka malone's ice cream and doing like a t- tired <laughs> 20 minute set <laughs> And feeling like this is my art. <laughs> oh, I love it. It is so funny that I'll talk shit about improv, but I love it. I mean, I love I it. I'll do it, yeah. it forever. It's the best. I still do. I was. I do two eleven o'clock shows every damn week. <laughs> yeah, and you I'm write in the for middle of my thirties. Yes, I have a network television writing job. Yeah. I'm about to be thirty four, and I'm still like whoop. 10.45, got to get up on stage. So what? Like, we have, on our team, everyone works. Everyone works. Everyone is yes. working. People miss shows because they're like, oh, my movie was in a festival. And yes. we're like, I'm really sad I can't be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. Yes, it's so funny. Oh, um, what is your favorite memory of traveling with Paul? Oh, traveling with Paul. Um, well, the first thing that comes to mind uh, I don't know if this is a favorite memory, but this is like what what came to my brain first. Where, uh, so our Herald team, Cooper, we all took a trip <laughs> together to Big Bear. Oh, you weren't there. No, this is where you got your nickname that everyone was calling you. Oh, and I yeah. was like, wait, what? Raw dog. What? Marcy said that at work. No. It was okay. It was very funny. Everybody liked it, but she was like, we were, because Marcy Jarrows, another Mm -hmm. uh, member of Cooper who also writes on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and she was like, we were all started together. She's like, Madeline's got a nickname. It's Raw Dog. And everybody was like, who are you, (laughs) ma'am? Oh, my God. I Also, you 
don't look like a raw dog. No, and that's why it's so funny. But like truly, everyone like at our next practice was like raw dog, and Matt was like woof woof, and I was like, what happened on this trip? <laughs> so what I remember, the specific memory I have, another oh okay, so this was on this trip, our Herald team got our new theme song, which was the song Palmdale yeah. by Afro Man. Um, and the refrain of that song is Palmdale, come back to me. And I, rem- I, for some reason, I started singing to Paul, Paul Welsh, <laughs> drinking coffee. And then he would go like, I just can't get enough. And so I think that's my favorite travel memory with Paul. Um, Cause I was like, Oh, this person's just as strange as I am. <laughs> Man, oh. I'll never get over that trip. Mike Mitchell made it on that trip and he did two shows with us in one year. I would do our show, get on a red eye to New York and work. And I was like, I have to do these shows. And I was like, I think I was doing girl code in New York and couldn't go on the trip, yeah. but Mike Mitchell, <laughs> he made it. He, he truly was at like two shows the whole very time. We were, yeah. That's funny. You were so missed on that trip. <sighs> wow. Boy, Raw Dog came back. Who's <laughs> <laughs> my dear friend? <laughs> what is your favorite thing about Paul? Oh, man. That's also a great question. I mean, there are really a lot of things. Let me think about my favorite. Um, you know, a thing that I think is is great about Paul is that he is he's like very he's like a very observant person he will like watch like what you're doing and like and he will get a sense of like how you are and like he can tell if like something is bothering you and uh like he's he's just he is like always sort of he's like paying a lot of attention to all his friends all the time but he also does not rub it in your face. You know, he like Mm -hmm. kind of uses that information very like thoughtfully and kindly. Like I, like, you know, we, like I, I feel like one time we were like writing, you know, at the UCB training center and I was like clearly like, I can't even remember why, but I was just like in a bad mood and he like didn't say anything and it was like fine. But then finally he was like, what's wrong? And mm-hmm. it was like, just like he like waited for the right time. And it wasn't like, he's not always like, you know, just being like, I notice everything. Um, but he does. And then when it is helpful, you will like see that come mm-hmm. out and you'll be like, Oh, you've seen it. You know, you see everything. Mm-hmm. That is a nice thing. Yeah. That's a good quality in a person. Because there's some people who, you know, you see, you're like, hi. And they're like, what's going on? And you're yes. like, no. Can we just Mm -mm. talk for a hot second and maybe I'll dive in? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like the kindest thing he ever did was, uh, I just got a new phone case, the kind where you could put your credit cards in it. Uh, uh, Because I'm trying to, I want to be a kind of person who can put one thing in my pocket and then leave the house. Mm -hmm. Uh, And when I first got that, I, you know, we like, we're writing, I put it down on the table and then like, he didn't say anything. Because, you know, like, you know, that feeling of like, when you walk in with like, in somewhere with like a new shirt or a new haircut and mm-hmm. someone's like, someone got a shirt and you feel like <laughs> embarrassed about the thing you were excited about. And so like he didn't say anything and then we went to get coffee and I was like, check out my new phone case. And he was like, I saw it. I just didn't want you to feel embarrassed. I didn't want to call you out. And I was like, man, that is the nicest thing a person could possibly do. 
Oh, boy. <laughs> that is so funny. Because sometimes you just want to show off your shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you want to show up, but like you want, but like you don't, but you don't want, you want to be the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> and you're hoping it's not like a drastic change. To yes. It. And yeah. you're like, whoa, yeah. look at that thing. Yeah. And you're like, oh, wait, is it bad? Is it bad? What is yeah. <laughs> I think we've talked about this before, but I got new purple sunglasses. <laughs> and so sheer, the two of us and our friend Mateo were in a hotel room. Mm-hmm. And I went into the bathroom and I was like, I got new sunglasses. I'm going to show you. <laughs> I put them on and turned around. And the face they made was they were bad. But I had bought bad sunglasses. So I immediately was like, they're bad. You hate them. They're bad. No, they're bad. <laughs> We were speechless. Like, I couldn't even make words. I was just like, oh. Yeah. They were translucent, <laughs> light purple, bedazzled sunglasses. <laughs> and that's so not what I was expecting <laughs> to be revealed in that moment. The rhinestone, like, one had already popped off. Like, oh, yeah. She was like, how much did you pay? And I was like, $150. Wait, did you really? <laughs> Nicole! I know. Nicole! I know, but I love them. (laughs) Okay. Um, What is your, what is Paul's favorite thing about you? Oh, I don't know. Um, Gosh, I've never thought of that before. Maybe that I'm like a little sloppy. (laughs) (laughs) You think that's his favorite thing about you? (laughs) Paul loves a sloppy woman. I got to write with her. She's sloppy. <laughs> Do you mean like messy? Or like, like, like the-, the other day, I like we were like meeting up to write and um, I fell down in the morning. <laughs> I was jogging. I tripped and I fell and I scraped up my whole arm. Oh my God. And then I went to the eye doctor to get a, just an eye checkup. And so... I showed up at his house wearing like those bi doctor sunglasses and that like, you know, those big ones that you, that is just a strip of plastic you have to put inside your regular sunglasses and an arm full of band-aids and like my computer in a Trader Joe's bag, which is how I carry it these days. And I think, I think that's maybe like, like, I don't know. I feel like that's maybe, maybe uh, if I died, that's maybe how he would remember me. <laughs> Wait, why do you carry your computer in a Trader Joe's bag? Because you could put it on your shoulder. Oh, and I had hurt oh. my arm, oh, so I didn't want to put I, it in a like, backpack. Like one of the reusable oh, ones. Reusable. I'm, I'm not using a paper. a paper bag. Like you're a bag lady. Weird on the street. <laughs> Honestly, one of the, my favorite scenes I've ever watched Madeline in, I think it was DCM, she played a bag lady who was like eating cabbage from the trash. Yeah. <laughs> and you played it with such conviction that I was like, that's my friend. Yeah, that's, that's friend. the real her. <laughs> She's a bag lady who wants cabbage from the trash. Yeah. I'd never laughed so hard. And I think you were out there alone for such a long time. I was. I- everybody was laughing so hard. It was so funny. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, like the cartoon of me, I feel like has a cloud of dust. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Linus Pigpen. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's Linus? Linus he, has a blanket. Pi- yeah. oh, oh, yeah. Yes. I was yeah. about to say piano, which Who is. Who has a piano? Oh. Schroeder. 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 Wait, there's a lot of those kids. And then there's yeah. a black one. Is, is he? There? A, yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. What is his name? Franklin? Franklin yes. sounds right. Yeah. Was he always a part of them? Yeah, I think so. 
That's nice that yeah. Snoopy had inclusion. I know. I would have thought he would have been like a late You know, that they're like, like whoa, whoa. Uh-oh, yeah. black in here. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It seems like an oops edition. And then there's Marcy, who is no ethnicity because she wears those big glasses where you can't see what kind of eyes she has. Oh, yeah. She's freckles? I think mm. so. Maybe. Yeah. I think that's Peppermint Patty. Has freckles. Oh, and those sandals. She's Whoa. the lesbian. So wait, who who did I? Who's Marcy? Oh wait, Peppermint Patty's a lesbian. Oh yeah, she's hardcore lesbian. Wow, very How inclusive. inclusive. <laughs> very inclusive. So Marcy. Oh yeah, you can't see her yeah, eyes. Yeah, no, yeah. Marcy has, has no soul. You, you don't know what Marcy is. Schroeder is a musical genius. Pigpen is your dirty friend. Linus Van Pelt has that. Blanky, he's the baby. Lucy's the meanest. Issues. Who oh, the yeah. fuck is Sally? Oh, Sally is his, Oh, isn't I that Charlie was, Brown's sister? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I thought it was his crush, but he. Oh. That's Pepper and Hattie, I think. No, that's oh. the redheaded girl. Oh, redhead. Yeah, she doesn't even have a name. I don't oh, think. and that sucks. Yeah, that's, she should have a name. Yeah, she should. Yeah, for Franklin. Sure First appearance was in 1968. Okay, so yeah, this is a very inclusive show. The yeah. lead character suffers from crippling depression. Yeah, <laughs> he's really devastatingly he's, sad. Yeah. So sad. Snoopy is his emotional support animal. Yeah, yeah. And then he's got a ragtag group of friends that also have problems. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, bring this back. Yes, yeah. bring peanuts back. The yeah. kids. Need to see we need themselves to see on the screen. Mm-hmm. Also, look at Pigpen. He is not thriving. He's kind no. of bald. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> is ill. <laughs> Pigpen does not come from a good home. No, no. he's sick. No. <laughs> oh, boy. Peppermint Patty. I wonder why that's her name. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Because she wears green? Peppermint? Peppermints oh. are green? Well, mint. Is mm. green peppermints? I guess pep- but mint is green. Mint is, mint is green. Mint is green. Yeah. But peppermint patty. But I think is when you bite into a York sandals. peppermint patty, I love those sandals. sandals. It's white. Yeah. And then Lucy's a straight up bitch. She's yeah. so rude. <laughs> She's so rude. So so rude. We all have a Lucy in our life. We also <laughs> don't know what Lucy was going through. Maybe something. No, we don't know. Oh, yeah. She's mean because, you know, maybe she comes from uh, like a home where her she's only seen abuse yeah. between her parents. Yeah. if children are mean, it's because they've seen it they've somewhere. They've seen something. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe her mom, that's how she receives love. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is by, by throwing abusive words to her partner and then he just does whatever she says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Oh my gosh. I, we're peanuts. really unpacking a lot. Peanuts we're unpacking the peanuts. <laughs> Whoa, no. Um, you live pretty close. So Should I go? Yeah, I think you should get out of here. I like unpacking the peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> you should scrap everything and just Actually do a change the show. recap show called Unpacking, unpacking the, peanuts, the Peanuts, where you read a comic strip. <laughs> unpack it. Read between the lines. If you're following along at home, we're on square three. (laughs) Square three. (laughs) Wait, is Charles Schultz, is he still with us? I believe Uh -uh. he passed. Oh, dearly departed. Yeah. Yeah. When did that happen? A few years ago. I do remember when it happened. Oh, uh, shit. 2000. Oh, holy oh, shit. Actually, oh, I would have told you. A few years ago? He's been 19 dead. years ago. <laughs> <laughs> he's been dead longer than we have been alive. Yeah. What, I he, thought it was like 2014. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I've, I remember hearing about yeah. it. Oh, it's 2019. Yeah. 
I was truly like, <laughs> I truly was like, he died 18 years ago. Like, what is? Why do you keep thinking it's 2018? I think it's because I hate 2019. It's been a bad year, and I think we should throw it away. Mm, I think 2020 is going to be my year, and I keep saying it. And today, someone goes, "Why do you think that?" And I was like. Who was this person? Why did they try to stifle your dreams? An English woman from The Guardian. I had an interview with her, and she was like, she asked me something, and I said, oh, I'm not worried about this year. It's not good. Throw it away. 2020 is going to be great. And she was like, why? And I said, hmm, no one's asked. (laughs) (laughs) All my friends just... I'm doing my job, bitch. I got to ask this one-word answers, and I'll yeah. send you down a downward spiral. <laughs> I truly was laying in my bed being like, blah, 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 I don't know. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Why? Um, Hard-hitting questions. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just, I think I don't acknowledge this year. It's bad. Mm. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. What is something that you do that drives Paul crazy? Oh, easy. Mm. I'm late. <laughs> 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 Paul is very punctual mm-hmm. and like I am not and I um I try and it just doesn't work. It's hard. Uh, and he's very kind about it. Mm-hmm. But I know it drives him crazy. <laughs> like he's the reason we carpool to work at, mm-hmm. at Brooklyn and mm-hmm. he is 1000% the reason that I'm not like mm-hmm. running into work with like <laughs> wet hair at 10:15 every day. <laughs> and he texts me. He's so nice. He texts me like when he's at Franklin mm-hmm. and then again when he's outside and and I am like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go outside when he says Franklin. And still, half of the time, I walk out at like, like Kramer, and he's like sitting in his car already. And I usually am running behind enough that I put my makeup on in the car, and so his like sun visor has a big old brown spot. From, like, how much I've, like, put on, like, concealer uh-huh. and, and then, then just, touched like, it. touched it. Oh, and there's really a full-on big fingerprint. Um, Before Madeline's car was hit by a runaway <laughs> truck with no brakes, she... <laughs> she what? She, what? She, Madeline's car was hit by a pickup truck where the man didn't have brakes. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was parked on the street. It's Holy maybe shit. the funniest thing. It rolled down hill. Like, thank God you weren't in it. Yeah. yeah. But Madeline had a barbecue sauce stain over the driver's side door yeah. the whole time I've known her. How did it get there? I think my husband. I think Ben. It could have been me. I'm not saying I could. This is a large this is a disagreement in our household that may never be resolved. But I think he was eating chicken nuggets while driving my car and hit a bump. And that's how it got there. Also, the first time I got into Madeline's car... The floor was bottles. <laughs> was no floor. Oh, no. It was bottles. And then Madeline yeah. just went, oh, you can step on them. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> thanks. It's like, good, you're not keeping them for anything good? I know you're glad you're not precious about this, this trash. <laughs> but my car's full of drunk. I also have a box of tiny bottles of liquor. That's not a great thing to have in a car. But they're sealed. Oh, okay. That's Okay. <laughs> But then there's some empties mixed with it. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. All I'm saying is it's risky. Mm-hmm. Maybe the, put them in the trunk. I think I should. And I bought them for a thing that they never made it to. Mm. Mm. What, what, what function did you buy a bunch of? 
many bottles. Oh, life. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, sometimes on a show that's like uh, not a big budget, let's see, I'm not giving anything away what show it is, I will buy the crew a drink. So I'll bring a box of tiny bottles of booze with different kinds. And then if you don't drink, there's like a couple pieces of candy that I found in my house. That is such a great idea. Hey. Oh, I love that. That's very sweet. Yeah, because then it gets everyone, you like put it the box out in the middle of the day yeah. at lunch, and you're like, don't drink now. <laughs> uh, and then everyone's like happy, and they're like, what a treat. I'm going to have like a little nip of Jack Daniels. At the end of the day. At the end of the day, That's and then nice. get in my car and drive home. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's a little bug. No one's going to, you know. I've been working for 19 hours. <laughs> I'm super tired. I guess I'll drink now before I get in my car. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nicole. <laughs> Half our crew didn't make it back the next day. <laughs> well, now you do it on the last day. So if anyone dies, it's okay. <laughs> Nobody needs to be replaced. We got everything we needed. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's why. And then I don't know why I never, I don't know, whatever. Um, okay, what is something Paul does that drives you crazy? Insist on being on time. Mm. <laughs> I've, and it's irrational, but I'll be like, it's fine. And it's not. <laughs> um, I feel like, yeah, the, there's not like, I wouldn't say there's like a lot that we like disagree on or like mm. a lot of like sources of tension. Oh, another uh, another thing. This isn't something that he drives that, uh, I guess it is something that sometimes drives me crazy. I feel like. Um, I always want him to be able to be prouder of himself because, mm. um, like, you know, he'll, like, be on a, you know, cool TV show, like Crazy Ex-Girlfriend mm-hmm. or, like, say, like, the funniest thing at work that everybody loved. And I feel like I'm always like, this is pretty cool, right? And, like, <laughs> and like you know, and, like, Paul is, like, you know, a reasonable person who's like, yeah, 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 it's fine. And I'm like, no, it's cool. You're cool. <laughs> you have to feel it. <laughs> and I'll be like, okay, it just, like, let me feel how I want to feel. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. You're it's, like a good cheerleader. Yeah, yeah. I it's like good yeah. to have that around. Because mm-hmm. you forget. It's easy to forget like your yeah. accomplishments and be like, oh yeah, I'm just, I'm just moving and grooving. But yeah. it's like nice to have someone be like, hey, can we acknowledge how cool that thing yeah. was? Because like, yeah. it happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And more cool things will happen, sure. Yeah. But like, let's let's count the cool things that happen yeah. right now. Let's like celebrate this one yeah. and just mm-hmm. like remember like you did that yeah totally yeah Yeah. um this is a bonus question that everyone doesn't get asked what is the nicest airport oh well i love the raleigh durham airport oh i think that's a really nice airport Mm -hmm. um because it's small but not too small um efficient lines good (laughs) snacks bojangles uh oh an a and w which you don't really ever see um i think it's a terrific airport (laughs) do you have a second favorite airport you know oh well i went to the Asheville airport one time and it was so beautiful i cried (laughs) i was rerouted there uh, like, cause we were like delay. Ben and I were like going into um, Lake James, which is like outside of Asheville. We were supposed to fly to Charlotte. Our flight got canceled. We were rerouted to Asheville. We walked off the plane, and there were like there was a bluegrass band playing, and these like beautiful giant wooden rocking chairs. And I truly tears were streaming down my cheeks. I was like, 
It's the world is a wonderful place. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever been to the Asheville Airport. I don't think so either, but I gotta go. You gotta go. It's also small. <laughs> I can't I can't weigh in on whether it's too small because I didn't spend enough time. Mm. Wow. You like a small airport. Yeah. What do you get? What are you? Your nicest airport. <laughs> um, I do like the Detroit airport. I've never been. It's pretty big. There's a hotel in the airport. No. Like, you don't have to leave the gate. Really? Yeah, it's right next to McDonald's. Yeah, it's bananas. Is that also the one with the colorful tunnel? Yes. That but you can I turn off? I also believe Boston has that, too. Oh, that t- I've been in that tunnel mm-hmm. yeah. or a tunnel. There's a couple. Like, like, lots of, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of tunnels with lights, but this one had, like, it's like art, art yeah, is an art installation, yeah. and there was music that went with it too. But if yeah. I think if you have epilepsy, epilepsy there's a you, button you can push a button and it will stop, so you can go through the tunnel. And you have to run as fast as you can. <laughs> you have thirty off. seconds. This <laughs> tunnel is two blocks long. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't boogie, you're gonna be your eyes are gonna be rolling. <laughs> My other favorite airport is Atlanta because between terminals, it's all black history. So if you walk between the terminals, you will learn maybe one fact or see a sculpture from like Africa. Oh, that's nice. Mm -hmm. I think it's nice. But people don't walk very often, but they should because it's almost, if you're only going one terminal, it's the same speed as the train. Yes. Especially if you start before the train gets there. Yeah. And then also it only takes 15 minutes to walk the whole from A to or T to E. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it it's so time. stressful and annoying to get on a tram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what's your favorite airport? Did you answer? I like Detroit. Um, honestly, Indi- Indianapolis is a really good airport. Oh, I don't think I've been. Yeah. I go when I go home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's it, it has pretty colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's kind of like an open courtyard square oh. in the middle of it where people oh. who are waiting for passengers or whatever yeah. um, can eat and oh. sometimes there's music and there's plants. It's that's nice. Oh, nice. that's nice. Yeah. Worst airport in America is LAX. Oh, it's awful. It is the worst laid out airport. If you get picked up past Terminal 3, you have to circle the whole airport. It's it unbelievable. No it's insane. I'm there a lot. Yeah. Burbank? Yeah. Burbank is nice. Burbank's a treat. Mm-hmm. But more expensive to fly out I of. know. I know. Who would do better on Survivor? Oh, probably Paul. Because I think he's better at everything. <laughs> well, because he's, you know, he's like, you know, obviously like, in, you know, he's like strong. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think he's like very good at both like, Making friends and having people kind of like him and be on his side. And and then he also, I think, could probably, like, play the the sort of political game of Survivor mm-hmm. better than me. Because I feel like I'm always like, boy, is it nice someone likes me. And then, like, <laughs> you know, they could, like, <laughs> to put a spear in the back of my neck. And I'd be like, thank you. What nice attention. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen Survivor. They don't burn it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not Hunger Games. <laughs> it's not Lord of the Flies. It's not a... Lord of the Flies is a fucked up book. How do those kids get on the island? Oh. I can't remember. And then they call the fat one Piggy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And steal his glasses and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Do they eat him? Maybe. 
I can't remember. I can't remember. Something Dude, really definitely. bad does happen, though. They definitely, he gets killed. He does get killed. Yeah. They missed a, they missed a treat. They should have eaten him if yeah. they don't eat him. Like, you should. Um, you should always kill the fat one first and eat them. Well, if you think about it, the tastiest meat, like a steak, has fat around it. That's like the juiciest part. So fat I people. I wasn't doubting it. Oh, okay. I was just what la- I'm saying is. Laughing at you, d- if, just breaking down what we should do if, if we're in a. If we're ex- on a yacht and we crash and we are alone on a deserted island. Mm-hmm. Madeline, if you're there too, mm-hmm. the two of you, please eat me. I will be delicious. I, 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 I'd really rather not. <laughs> I, I think we can figure out a yeah. better solution. Let's like try I, all yeah. our options yeah. first before if, we yeah. just eat. Crash yeah. off a remote island where there's nobody <laughs> and we swim ashore. Yeah. Please eat me. I, like, let's it will absolutely not be bit. the first. <laughs> well, court, got like I'm hungry first. now. Yeah. <laughs> Killer. No. I feel like you say that now, and then a couple hours in, you'd be like, all right. <laughs> I really am I might. hungry. Uh, yeah. Uh, I say start with my thighs. I, like, I love a chicken thigh, you know? So mm-hmm. I think that would probably be the tastiest part of me. Mm-hmm. What do you hope that you're both doing in 20 years, you and Paul? Oh. Well, I hope we are still making things together. I mm-hmm. hope we are, like, writing and... And making and being in um, movies would be really fun. Who knows what media will be in 20 years? Maybe we'll be Mm. making small holographic projections. (laughs) (laughs) Man, (laughs) that bums me out that that might be a reality. I know, I know. That people just like walk around and they're like, I'm watching a movie. (laughs) Just like in their, like looking at their hand being like, "Mm mm-hmm, okay. (laughs) Um, I hope like Paul lives at the beach somewhere Mm -hmm. and I live like, you know, somewhere like on like a farm or something. Okay. And then we like fly to LA or wherever it is we're shooting a thing and then mm-hmm. just get to like kind of make whatever we want. I love that. I love yeah. that too. Quick question before we wrap up What kind of farm would you be on? Mm-hmm. A milk farm mm. or an old McDonald farm? Those are the only two <laughs> options. <laughs> A milk farm. Well, I meant like a specific farm for specific things. Or like old McDonald, he had a farm, E-I-E-I-O. Yeah. And on his farm, there were so many things. Right. A catch-all farm or a specific farm. You know, I'm I'm not that concerned about the function of my farm. I'm more (laughs) concerned about the aesthetics. Mm. I sort of want like a big porch and like some grass I can walk around barefoot in. And then, you know, I'll probably try to grow some stuff. Um, I can't guarantee I'll be great at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, I don't even maybe, oh, maybe some chickens and then I okay. could eat some eggs, but it's more, uh, the, the visual picture of a farm. Mm-hmm. Um, so probably not, so it wouldn't be an old McDonald farm, an egg farm. Okay. Just an egg farm. <laughs> yeah. Quick question. Yeah. So sorry. We do have to wrap up, but how do you, how do you think eggs get to the supermarket? <laughs> Um, <laughs> like, how do you, how, yeah. wh- how do you, what's the, like, how does an egg with yolk happen and then an egg with a chicken happen? Oh, well, an egg with a yolk is an unfertilized egg. Mm-hmm. So it's like a period. It's mm-hmm. like a, just, a, it's like a, it's like when we have our periods and it, and that's an unfertilized egg. Mm-hmm. And then an egg with a chicken 
a chicken pops out. <laughs> what is the question? <laughs> I How does it get to the supermarket <laughs> yep. in a truck? <laughs> this lady can run a farm. Yes. <laughs> I thought that the farmer just had to chill with these eggs for a little bit and the ones that didn't hatch, he would take to the supermarket. And uh, that's not how that goes. Oh, like he had to wait and uh-huh. see. Yeah, you wait like a couple days. But how do they know? Oh, I guess because they don't put any male chickens nearby so they know nobody's fertilizing the eggs. Hmm, yeah, probably. We have a really yeah. long dis- yeah. discussion. <laughs> right, I fully cried because everyone <laughs> seemed to know <laughs> about chickens and I didn't. <laughs> Uh, it's tricky. <laughs> Thank it's you, Maddie. Yeah. <laughs> this is like last night when you were trying to express that why aren't <laughs> tampons free because in public restrooms because toilet paper is free in public restrooms. Yes. But what you said was, why isn't toilet paper free? <laughs> yes. And Sashir had to kindly explain to you that. <laughs> You just because you need it doesn't mean it should be free at your ho- like to at your home. It's like a, yes, yeah. I was trying to articulate that every public restroom has toilet paper because you need it. So why wouldn't there be tampons? Because sometimes you need it. Yeah, yeah. It was a it was a, it was a journey. <laughs> okay, we gotta go get Paul. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank Madeline. You. I don't wear makeup often, but when I do, I want to make sure I can use products that work for my skin and look good for my skin color. And so that's why I like Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Their Brilliant Eye Brightener can be used as highlighter-eyeshadow combo that makes your eye look effortless. It comes in 16 buildable shades to choose from and play with. Their easy-to-use Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. It holds like wax and blends like a powder. I love the Waterproof Eyebrow Liner because most of the time I just do my eyebrows and walk out the door. I like having a nice little, like, finished look. It looks like I tried, but I really didn't. I don't need multiple things. I don't need a brush and then a separate liner and then a separate color and blah, blah, blah. It's all one thing and it's great. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash best friends. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash best friends. For 10% off your first order. Black representation in the media means so much to me. I loved Whoopi Goldberg growing up and I was like, oh, that's a woman who like, she, she's she got the same skin tone as me. She kind of looks like me and I can do it. So honestly, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Every episode is a living account of what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Listen to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Wow. Wow. 
This is the part of the podcast segment where we bring we the, bring the <laughs> tip. <laughs> okay, let's start over. No, that's it. We bring them together. <laughs> the people we've interviewed, yes, are coming together. They came. To, they came together. They came together. There's they're sitting here together from us. currently. Yes, they stays in together. Studio stays together. They got, are. They are Paul, Paul and Madeline. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That was great. You know what's their last names in case, in case people want to see? Paul say. Welsh and Madeline <laughs> Walter. Yay. Did you like that? I thought it was great. <laughs> Tip to tails, I great. thought it was great. Oh, I loved it. It was I perfect. It. We're doing it. Really? Um, that was great. I just want to start off with the reason why I asked you, Madeline, what your favorite airport is, mm-hmm. is because Paul said that you love the Minneapolis <gasps> airport. I do! You said... <laughs> I love Minneapolis, said, the city. That you like the Asheville airport is your favorite, and the uh, Raleigh-Durham. Yeah. So, I guess you don't know your best... Mm. Don't well, I didn't say it was her favorite. I said she loves it. Oh, I mean, okay. Honestly, it seems like Madeline loves a lot of airports. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, it's a pretty wide cross-section of the yeah. things that she likes. <laughs> I like an airport too. Yeah, uh, you would like the Asheville airport. I it was so nice. I cried. I was telling them. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. so funny. Um, at JFK in the Delta terminal, there's two Shake Shacks. I know they added a oh. new one, mm-hmm. but you know, they only have that one Dunkin' Donuts Express. Yes, and it's so not annoying. good. It's and it's so hidden annoying. in a corner. Yeah, it's and tucked away behind yes. that weird cart of bananas. Yes. <laughs> and last time I was there, I watched a woman go, she just had her arms in the air looking around because there was no one to help her. Yeah. Is that in that kind of food court area? Is that like it's in that the, little like scoop of, of other if restaurants? If you're going to the B gates, yes. like B, I don't know which numbers, yeah. but they're, it's around there, yeah. It's across from the Hudson News when you hit the corner and then there's a Shake Shack, and then a brand new Mexican restaurant. Oh, oh yeah, it, it was it good? No, I don't. I haven't been yet. I spent too much time in J- the JFK <laughs> Airport. Like I've lived through renovations of the, like, the JFK Airport. You mean LAX? It's, no, and JFK. JFK was under construction for a long, long time. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. the Delta Terminal. And then I lived. I'm living through the, the the Delta. They moved from Terminal Six now to three. Anyway, so okay, you. Two. I remember one time I was in Terminal Two, and you kept you. I was texting you saying I really want some Shake Shack, and you're like, get, you got to get on this shuttle, go to Terminal Three, explain, <laughs> give me all the details of how to get there. And I was like, there's no way I can make it. I only have like. 30 minutes before my my plane starts boarding. She's like, you can make it. <laughs> I think you could have. I didn't try. I, I didn't want to really risk it. I've missed too many planes that in my lifetime, more than I want to admit. <laughs> I don't want to do that for a burger. <laughs> that you could truly just get when you get home. Exactly. Okay. We asked, how did you two meet? Paul, you said Cooper, the Herald team that the three of us were on in 2012. Mm-hmm. Madeline said Cooper as well, but she also brought up mock improv. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I first moved here. That's yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, that's true. Well, we were no friends. No, yeah. you were no friend of mine. <laughs> no, but we didn't know. No, I just but remember being like, "Oh, that person's so funny." Oh, yeah. <laughs> there were yeah, that was so overwhelming because there were so many people there that like now I know very well. Yeah. But in the beginning, 
you're like, oh, who are all these people? Yeah. You <laughs> just moved from a totally different city and you're trying to place like, okay, well, this person is kind of like the X of this place and yeah. the Y of mm-hmm. this place. And yeah, it was, that was wild. It was crazy. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait were these actually first- shows or was it like just you're performing for each other? It's kind of like a mashup of basically you're performing for each other. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I would liken it to New York wise, like a kaleidoscope. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. Where there's 60 people performing <laughs> and one audience member who stumbled into the Mexican restaurant and can't find the main dining room. Yeah. That's like our orange soda guy. <laughs> yes. And from Hung like and Looking for their flautas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that orange soda guy? <laughs> oh, that is the kind of person I never forget. <laughs> Crazy for days drinking a two liter bottle. Two liter? Soda. Madeline, you left that wild fact out. I almost like thought full- it was implied because who's ever seen a small bottle? of orange soda. <laughs> it was like a full family size <laughs> situation. Oh boy. That's so funny. You ever have strawberry soda? Anybody? Oh yeah. Yeah. No. yeah good. Strawberry Fanta, yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's really good. It's really good. Yeah, get into That's it. I'm not a soda person. Oh yeah, mm. I forgot. You hate bubbles and cold things. Yum. Mm. <laughs> Yum. Like real flat <laughs> and room temp. <laughs> she likes ice cream soup. Uh, would you ever eat hot ice cream? No. Hot ice cream? Hot ice cream, fried ice cream. Yeah, would you eat fried ice cream? Wait, it was fried ice cream. It's ice cream that they deep fry. And is it still cold in the middle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby. Yeah, it's, it's like just flash fried, yeah. Yeah. Whoa. I would try it. It's, it's good. I think you'd like it. All right. Um, okay, we asked you what your favorite memory of traveling together is. And Paul said New York where you you traveled to New York, and then you were doing a thing, then you had to fly back here to do an interview, then you had to mm-hmm. go back to New York. Mm-hmm. And then, Madeline, you said Big Bear. Mm. Yeah. I said specific, well, yeah, like that time when I said, Paul Welsh drinking coffee. Oh, that made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. I, it's good. They, <laughs> that, I remember, yeah. I remember that, too. <laughs> I love it. Paul just got yeah. a great big smile. Yeah, face. it really went up. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I wasn't, but I think. And then I made up was. a title for your one man, your one woman yeah, show. Do you remember ra- what it was? Raw Dog Goes to the Dump. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> And then everyone say it on me. Raw dog goes to the dump. Because she kept leaving and throw out the garbage. <laughs> That's when we also invented the game where you hit a bottle. Yes. <laughs> you hit a bottle? Oh, Wait, yeah. We've got this ha- pretty great game that we play. We used yeah. to play it on our Herald team, but no one else ever wanted to. Yeah. Um, and I you- didn't understand it because I wasn't there. <laughs> you put, oh, you put an empty bottle on your, it can have a little in it, yeah. on your palm, and then the other person punches it as hard as they can <laughs> off your palm. And then it just flies in the air, and it's very fun. <laughs> very fun. It's very fun. We Take played it word. at work, and it was a smash. <laughs> <laughs> It, it was, was crazy. Snatch. I made it, it, was, it felt like a revealing a part of yourself yeah. where you're like, like in a, it's like in a teen movie where you're like, this is who I am. <laughs> it was like we were like, you guys, do you, would you guys want to play a game? Yeah. Uh, far too early, yeah. far too early for this to be safe. I had June. our boss do it, and it was a real moment. I don't even know what like possessed me, but we were like, it was it had been a long day. We were there kind of late, and then I. And I and everybody was like a little bit stuck on a story beat, and then I just turned to Dan Gore, who I did not have any real friendship with yet, because I he was just still our boss. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Do you want to play a game?" <laughs> and he was like, 
what do you mean? And then, and He's then so he even taken he off thought guard. it was fun. He loved it. Of yeah, course, he loved of course, it. It's a, a great time. game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He loved it. And then loved, and then yeah. remember Carol hit it all the way down the hall. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> Whoa. She really gave Carol it a, hit it all the way down. She the hall. gave it a smack. It went fine. It was, had it an was empty great. I guess it's a good yeah. way to like get at your aggression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just it's there's something about it that is it's so dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That like if you can't have a good time doing it, you're really trying to not have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, very funny. Yeah. I love it so much. I love that you were like I want to share this with you. <laughs> I'm at work, and I want you to hit yeah. that bottle. That's great. It's what I want you to do right now. Um, okay, we asked, what's your favorite thing about your friend? Paul, you said she's level-headed, but will surprise you with wild opinions and weird <laughs> pop culture blind spots. Mm-hmm. And then I said, what does Madeline not know about? And then you was like, name anything people know a lot about. And I was like, yeah. dinosaurs, the TV show, which everyone agreed that nobody knows oh, anything. I kind of know, know I knew that. Oh, I was like, she didn't know that. God. Oh, my God. Of course. Yeah, I'm that. the baby. Because <laughs> I said we wrote a Not the Mama into something we wrote. <laughs> And Paul said you didn't know about Pretty Woman. I never seen it. <laughs> I know she goes shopping. Because I just showed you, you liar. I just showed you one one week one week ago. I know she goes shopping. I just showed you a week ago. What is another thing that people love that you don't know about? Um. Honestly, almost everything. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like hard. It's like easier to tell you the things I do know because it's like four <laughs> things. Um, like what I had never, like I never watched any like TV. I didn't really see any like I don't know like seen like one Seinfeld. One oh, she Full never House. knew Sopranos. I know. I don't know I the love Sopranos. Sopranos. She doesn't know. Is this because you like grew up in a house where you didn't watch TV? Yeah, I wasn't like I, I was allowed, but more like like I was allowed to watch like one show a week, and I picked Seventh uh, Heaven, which was a mistake. I feel like yeah. we know so little together. Yeah, because I also watched a lot of Seventh Heaven. Um, I've never seen Seinfeld. Yeah. I just saw one episode of Frasier, and it's funny. Oh, yeah. I've seen, like, one Frasier. I've never seen Frasier. There's one episode you should watch where Frasier does an impression of a black woman that would not fly today, but it's very funny. It's a bad world. It's it's a bad world. Uh, (laughs) Frasier people always be like, oh, you love Frasier. Oh, yeah. You don't fucking know me. I don't don't know. Please. You you know? (laughs) Oh, I see why you don't want to watch it. (laughs) Don't label me as a Frasier head. (laughs) Frasier head. Um, okay, and then Madeline. So Madeline, you said Paul. Don't look, Madeline. Don't oh, look. Yeah, don't look. It's not oh, for I you. didn't realize. I, sorry. <laughs> Those are private times. <laughs> <laughs> Paul is very observant, but doesn't rub it in your face. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> How do you mean? I mean, like you. I feel like you notice everything. Like you're like. You just you you can sort of see what's happening with the person, what's going on, but you don't um, you don't bring it up unless it's like helpful or you have to. You brought up your like, phone case. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and then I said I loved when I got my new phone case with my credit card holder, and you waited for me to show it to you instead of saying nice phone case. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I don't like it when someone's like, oh, 
new shirt. (laughs) I'm like, well, just fucking let me live my life. And so I think when someone has, if you observe something about someone, if they're excited about it, they'll probably tell Mm -hmm. you about it. But if you bring it up or say like, hey, I've never seen you wear a hat before or whatever, it then makes people uncomfortable Mm -hmm. where they were like feeling excited about something new. Yeah. Yeah. I lean into it sometimes. Uh, Someone I know just had LASIK recently, Mm. and I went, where are your glasses? (laughs) 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 And he was like, I had LASIK. And I was like, has everyone been asking you about your glasses? He was like, yes. And I was Mm. like, it's because we all hate it. We don't know who you are. (laughs) (laughs) He's just like, you really lean into it. I'm sure I felt real good about that. You make him feel bad. (laughs) Well, that's fun because then we we can, like, talk about it. But the worst is if Mm -hmm. someone's like, where are your glasses? And then you say, I got LASIK. And they go like. Cool. Oh god, yeah. Because then, then like, you're like, do they hate it? Uh-huh. Do I look yeah. ugly? Does my actual face without glasses look ugly? <laughs> yeah. Like, what's the nature of your observation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell yeah. me what you think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Yeah. I noticed. Yeah. Interesting. I'm yeah. trying to think of a time that's happened where it was awkward. I truly, I just really make it a big moment for you. <laughs> you got something new? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be loud about it. That's nice too. <laughs> Is it? Okay. You want to do one? Yes. What's your friend's... Oh, so we asked what your friend... What Paul's favorite thing... Wait. What's your friend's favorite thing about you? So it's what's Madeline's favorite thing about Paul? Yes? yes? Okay. Yeah, that's tough. That's why I asked <laughs> right? you to read it. Oh, man. You you tricked me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Paul thinks that your, your favorite thing about Paul is that you <laughs> think that... <laughs> you are, I think you made this harder than it needs to be. I'm trying to clarify. Okay. No, this is good. So yeah. Paul <laughs> thinks Madeline's favorite thing about him is that Paul is fun but even keeled. Did I say that right? Yeah. Paul thinks... I mean, that's what I was saying. You just quoted me literally and then you just finished the sentence. I could have done that myself. Wow, I'm really sorry I took that from you. I was doing it. I was already doing it. I'm really sorry I took that from you. No, it's okay. Um, Paul's said that. That was favorite thing about Paul is that Paul is fun and even killed. That's nice. Kind of like me. <laughs> In this moment right now. You're very, very fun. Very calm and even killed, Sashir. Oh, boy. Um, how do we ask confirmation on that it's madeline do you think <laughs> paul is fun and even cute that's what he thinks you think yeah. is that yeah. true yeah that's very true yeah wait do you have her answer to that question yes yeah or you can elaborate well, do you tell because the answer to the question was what we did before right yeah, yeah you would have an answer yeah and my answer you, what is what answer? i had said you know that about meme? Observing. Yeah, you know yeah. that? Oh, meme? Yeah, like, yes. yeah, like, yes, very, yes, yes. yeah. This is like that meme of that white lady with a bunch of numbers. <laughs> yeah, like a triangle. Confused. <laughs> I don't know that yeah. meme. <laughs> oh, <hey. laughs> of course I, you don't. <laughs> like, can I see it? Yes. You didn't. Okay, know. this lady. I remember that when lady. I finally saw the meme of the guy looking at this someone else, a uh, different girl. It was very Oh, funny. my God. Oh. 
was very late. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen that before? No, I don't think so. <laughs> but she but she doesn't do anything online. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I really don't. I don't really either, but I do even you less. do even less. Yeah. 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 We try to stay out of the mix. We try to stay out of the mix. Yeah, you both have Instagrams where you yeah. post truly nothing. I started you post nothing. Thing. You post Ben. I post Ben because I'll like because I take it off my phone because I don't like the distraction of it. And mm-hmm. then, but then if I take a picture that I really want to post, like my barrier to entry is like, oh well. Like, if it's worth me taking a moment to download Instagram, <laughs> then it's worth posting. Because I don't want to be walking through the world being like, should I post this? Should I post this? Should ah. I? This is postable. And so it's like usually if I, like, Ben and I are, like, somewhere pretty. And I'm like, I want to post this. Oh, that's <laughs> That's sweet. nice. Yeah. So Madeline thinks Paul's favorite thing about Madeline is that she's sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of fun. <laughs> it's not my favorite thing, but it makes me laugh. It makes me laugh. It makes me laugh. How do you mean? Like, I would told him when I came to your house uh, with all my band-aids and my blue blockers. And I think that's like... I it, think make, it makes me nice. laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Too many band-aids. Um, <laughs> too many. I'm How down. many band-aids were you wearing? So many. One big, big one. <laughs> I think one more than one visible band-aid on an adult human being is a sign of a person in crisis. <laughs> and she came to my house with shoulder band-aid, scrapey. Scrapey. <laughs> scrapey on. I had like, well, I still have two. They're, my cuts are doing good. Oh, I, oh yes. no. So this is two. Yeah, it was two But weeks it was ago. like a like but cartoon like, little kid <laughs> with like uh, a stack of band-aids. Oh, yeah. Because it was like one long scratch. And you just put two band-aids over it? I put like four no, or five. Right. It was like this and then one more, one more. Did anyone see you fall? You know, if they did, nobody said anything. Yeah, I and like also, did you tell them you don't, this is not an, uh, this is not an uncommon occurrence. <laughs> this is not the first time I've fallen down while jogging. I fell down right before we all met on Cooper. I, I had fallen down and fractured my elbow. Oh, my gosh. Kind of on the same street. Um, maybe don't be on that street anymore. Yeah, yeah I think I, th- this is true. Or maybe inside yeah. running? Yeah, I think so. Because the curbs yeah. in L.A. are truly oh, out of it's, control. It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. It was near, kind of near your old house. Mm. Um, but I, I fell, and then I think nobody wanted to talk to me because I immediately went, oh, fuck this. <laughs> I was really mad. <laughs> now, did you trip over something? I think so. I couldn't, like, I couldn't tell you what I tripped on. It happened so fast, mm-hmm. but I think I tripped. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. I got new sneakers that are hard to walk in, and I mm. keep I keep tripping in them. Yeah, it's easy <coughs> to trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough in these streets. Walking's hard. Yeah, it, it sure is. Okay, we asked Paul, "What is something that Madeline does that drives him crazy?" <laughs> Wait, what's something you do? Wait, what is something Paul does that drives you crazy? Did I just say that? You, what? Josh is <laughs> waving his hands. What did we ask Madeline? No, we asked we asked Paul. You asked Paul what's something Madeline does that drives him crazy. Ah, okay. Uh-huh. He's, and what did no, you? No, 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 sorry. No, we asked. I, I'm getting a little confused. I you mean, did. I think I, he said <laughs> late, right? That, no, that, what is something you do? What is something that Paul, Paul does, does that, that drives, drives Madeline crazy? crazy. Oh. Paul says that he asks for more, and that drives you crazy. Oh, oh yeah. 
Yeah, I guess so. I that's not what I said. I because it does that feels like a thing that was like maybe in the moment it, like is stressful for me, but feels like a good yes. Fit. But, but, but yeah. I said like I always want to do more. Yeah, yeah, more, yeah that's true. Yeah, we'll like, be like ah. doing like four. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we were we'll be like working and writing a movie and writing a like pilot, and then Paul will be like, should we do something else? And I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> And then when we're working, yeah. I'm like, well, we should ask for more, like more time, more money, yeah, more whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, I'm just pleased to be here. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said late about me. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. think that actually drives him crazy. Yes. yes. Yeah. And then that's what you said. So yeah. You, you are late. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But I said getting better. Oh, good. I said I was trying, but I didn't yeah, know if it was I said working. To, I said to, <laughs> I said, it paid off. <laughs> yes. And I also said. Oh, yeah. But now it's a joke. Yeah. yeah. Are you always late to everything? Not to everything, but I am I am late. To, it takes so much effort for me to be on time mm-hmm. that if it's not like a hard, if it's not basically like a business commitment, mm-hmm. I will probably be late because mm-hmm. it just takes so much juice for me to like get somewhere on time. You see so all like, the juice for the important stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the stuff where like, yeah, if, you were late, they would be like, how unprofessional. <laughs> but I, so we drive to work together every day. So I, I pick her up every day and I send a text when I'm five minutes away. Yeah. And then I send a text when I'm at Frank. Well, I don't yeah. want to say where you live, but oh, I'll yeah. send a text when I'm at the closest yeah. light. Yeah. Still, I wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, that's exactly what I said. But, were- but it's also my specific sensitivity because my yes. family is all late. Yeah. Like they'll get like my whole life. We would get up. And they'd be like, "Okay, time to go to church," and it would be like, uh, "Why are we even going?" <laughs> it started at church. eight. It's eight thirty-five. Where they're like, "Get in the car, guys." I'm like, "Oh, well, this is absurd." Why do you think you're not like that? Uh, because they are so like that. Like they yeah. will just be like, "Well, you get there when you get there," you know. They're really like, get, you know, so get what you get. You don't get upset. Like my brother would get up. We're supposed to, school starts at seven fifteen, seven eleven. He'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> Like eating cereal. I'm like, what? What are you doing? I'll die. Um, so I think I just am the only one who was not. Yeah. Like that. So funny. Were you, were you in school at the same time as your brother? Yeah. Did you go to school together? Uh, so he what, would make you late? He When he drove, I took the bus. <laughs> because he was always late. And or I would have one of my friend's older siblings pick me up. Whoa. Because he was so late. Me and my sister got to drive separately to school. I don't know why they gave us each a parking spot. Oh. But she got to school on time. Mm-hmm. I was always maybe 20 minutes late. And I picked up a friend on the way. That's very funny. <laughs> and he would always call me like, Are you coming today? And I'd be like, uh-huh. He's like, Are you close? I'd be like, uh-huh. Well, my, Still be in bed. Yeah, my older brother was always like my young my younger brother, I'm always on time. So mm-hmm. he had a, the separate experience. I'd be like, get in the car. <laughs> I don't I don't care what you're doing. Get in the car. And one time when we were driving to school, he had a whole seizure in my car. Oh no. Oh no. He had a whole seizure. And I was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Go to the nurse. <laughs> When you we still went to school. Because when we got out of the when we got out of the car, he was fine. And he was like, "That was weird." I was like, "Sure was." <laughs> oh my god! And he was like, he was also very unaffected by it. <laughs> and he just went to the nurse, and they never ever did figure out what happened. Oh my god! He never had another one. <laughs> but I looked over, and he was like, <laughs> he was like shaking like a doll, and, and like 
then we just went to school. <laughs> I feel like he needs a day off after that. Yeah. No, he had to get to school. <laughs> Paul needed to <laughs> read a book. He went right to school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was crazy. He had a seizure. We're going to school. In my defense, we were in the parking lot. Oh, okay, I at thought you were like oh, right. still driving. So okay. that's yeah. what I thought, and you were just yeah. like stopping at stoplights. He shaking. Oh no, no, no. Like, we were getting out of the mix. Like we were parked, we were about mm-hmm. to get out, and then I was like oh, yeah. Shake City, and then <laughs> it was real, my car was a real Shake Shack, and then he <laughs> and it was fine. <laughs> was oh boy. Um. So we asked Paul, "What is something Madeline does that drives you crazy?" And that's cringing audibly when you writing things in a live document <laughs> and your usage of exclamation points. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I also yeah. said both those things we have. They're jokes. Yeah. 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 I love I love an exclamation point because <laughs> I want people to read things and think of me going like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> My signature has an exclamation point. So it's like, Nicole Byer. No, that's fun. That's, that's what fun. I thought. Yeah. I, I think that's fun. Until mm-hmm. we were selling my dad's estate, and the lawyer was like, "That's not real." And mm-hmm. then I had to keep resigning documents because it's muscle memory oh, now. Yeah. Uh, so I would do, and she's like, "Not real." Oh. And then she'd print oh. out a new paper. No, you're allowed to oh. do that. People she was sign with all, my sign right? is, my signature is like a true squiggle. Yeah, people have squiggles, but yeah. also yeah. like my family's dead. Let me have one thing. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. crazy. If it's that also brings like, you joy, do it. Oh, one thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm no lawyer, but I guarantee you, there's no class in law school where they're like. Watch out for the watch out for the punctuation. Because <laughs> you know, some clever attorney on the other side of the table is gonna get them right out of their contract. The yeah, no one's gonna be like, is this Nicole Byer or Nicole Byer? Yeah. <laughs> um the thing that drives Madeline crazy is Paul insisting on her being on time. And then also Madeline wishes you'd be prouder of yourself. Uh, yeah, we're working on it. <laughs> Just counting those little wins. I'm trying. I sent you a text this morning that was proud. Yeah, yeah. no, you, it's better. It's, yeah, you're, it's better. You are working it's work, it. yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, my turn. Okay. Um, we asked, which of you would be better on Survivor? And Paul said, Madeline, because you're more patient with people. Hmm. That's nice. <laughs> 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 That's nice. Yeah, seems like you might be able to tolerate people more. Yeah, I think I am. I don't know about more patient, but I do think I'm p- patient, probably. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, like I, yeah. I think that's true. And then Madeline said, Paul, because he's good at making friends, but also at playing the political game. That's true. <laughs> I believe I said, that. Yeah. yeah, I said like I would be more likely to like. Well, I said I would be more likely to trust someone than they'd stab me, and then they said that's not how survivor works. <laughs> but um, yeah, but, no, but you're you know right. What you're I mean, right. like I think you have like good eyes for like who's the yeah. bad ones, who's the good ones. I'm a little yeah. more. I am a little more inherently social. Like I, I am like a little bit more outgoing at yeah, first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's like easier for you, or so, yeah. Yes, and then I'm a little less like. Trusting of everyone. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. I wanted to say strategic, but that sounds like weirdly. Bad, like, yeah. yeah it, it sounds like, like a weasel or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I like is trying to reflect that without it seeming like. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I think you did it well. Yeah. yeah. I think you did well. <laughs> um, so we asked Paul, what do you hope you're both doing in 20 years? Paul said, working together, 
Madeline will be in North Carolina, and Paul will be on the beach somewhere. Is that that's what Paul said? Mm-hmm. And then that's also and that's what Madeline said. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> yeah, first yeah. she was like, yeah. I hope Paul's on a beach, and I'm on a farm. <laughs> she yeah. knows I love the beach. <laughs> she wants to be on an egg farm specifically. Oh. Well, you know chickens. Well, yeah. They said what kind of farm. <laughs> oh, man. Nicole said... Uh, <laughs> A milk, Nicole said, would you like to be on a milk farm or an old McDonald farm? Old McDonald. Um, and so I said, old McDonald, but I'm more interested in the aesthetics of a farm than its functionality. Because the milk farm is like a factory yeah. farm where they squeeze, <laughs> squeeze a whole cow all day. And everybody's yeah. very sad. Yeah. yeah. But um, old McDonald could be just a couple of old chickens. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, yeah. So old My Mc- brother has yeah. a couple of old chickens. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. I showed you, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Uh, the chickens have names? Yeah, there was like seven of them though. They have like a he wanted to have a thing that he could do with his kids, mm-hmm. so they could like not like aside from their pets, so the kids go out and get the eggs mm-hmm. and for breakfast and stuff. And so they have these like these hens that, that lay eggs. I feel like that's setting children up for failure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they to don't like take break eggs, and you're yeah. like, you fucking idiot. But then they don't okay, care. Break an egg, you break an egg. And yeah, they don't care. What you you would be mad if your kid broke an egg? Absolutely. And sometimes a fox will eat one of the chickens. Wow. Whoa. And they don't seem to mind. That's life on the farm, baby. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you break an egg, sometimes a chicken gets eaten. Wow. You gotta go with the flow. Wow. That's right. <laughs> Have I ever lived on a farm? No. <laughs> that's the that's Oh, the I forgot about this one. Well, I mean, it says Velociraptor. Oh, the Velociraptor. But I'm saying that that's the fox eating the chicken. Well, what is that? Oh, it's a soundboard. Oh, fun. <laughs> it's still going. Yes. Whoa. Well, we could stop it. That's great. That's well, we've come to the end. I believe that you're best friends. Yes, you've proven <laughs> yourselves. <laughs> we got that one really on the nose. Yeah, really yeah. did. Yeah, like, that was almost a real match. And that's the, maybe yeah. the hardest one. Yeah, mm-hmm. it I is. think so because it's very broad. Yeah. 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 Hopefully, we'll do one where the friends fail and then they can't be friends anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's our goal. How many oh, I mean, have you done? <laughs> Just two. Oh, 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 right. Great. Mm-hmm. Did Mono and Betsy, Mm -hmm. did they get a lot the same? They got a lot the same. So their friendship is safe. Great. Yeah. Great. (laughs) This is the survivor of friendship. (laughs) (laughs) Who's safe? Who's not? Who gets stabbed? (laughs) Who gets stabbed? Well, this was lovely. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to know more about your friendship. Yes. Watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine so they can get residuals. (laughs) 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 All right. Thank Thank you. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.